Hey, Snuffing Torches listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. All right, what's up? Welcome in to Snuffing Torches, our first uh, live after the show episode recap of the season. We got me, Nate, Clemmer, and Glennie tonight. Thank you guys for joining. Before we start, make sure you like the stream, subscribe to the page on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, blah, 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 all that. Um, all right, I liked this episode tonight. Uh, definitely Carolyn heavy. This is becoming the Carolyn show in a way that at points it was the Gabler show last season. But uh, I, I liked the episode tonight. I thought uh, the cage twist came into play um, well at, at, a, at a number of points. The vote was, you know, not too cut and dry, a blind side. And uh, overall, um, you know, I, I've, I've liked this season through through two episodes. I, I'll start. I'm stunned to hear that, Tommy. I thought you would not like the episode. I thought it was the Carolyn show um, with not a whole lot else in it. It was just her in the tree, her doing this, her chase, getting chased by yam yams. Like it was just her reaction after the chat. Everything revolved around her tonight. And I didn't think there was a lot of substance to it. I also think it's just, I, I'm trying to stay positive because I, I think it's just a cast of bozos as. Jeff D. Lowe would call them. I, it, it doesn't seem like anybody really has a full brain in their head. I, I'm down but not out on this cast. And I think it's just because we saw so much of her tonight. And I would just like to see others. You forgot yeah, people are getting horny tonight. Sorry? It was a horny episode. A little bit of horniness, too. One, yeah. guy, Tommy tweeted it best. He's the first person to ever go through a breakup. It, it, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, Matt, if it, maybe Matt, if this is season three. Maybe your little breakup story plays. Now we got we got ladies with one leg. We got cancer survivors. Like you, you got to go through more than a break. Not even a divorce. It's it's just a breakup. <laughs> and she didn't she die. Happened. You she didn't, didn't die. die. They just broke up. Oh, sorry. He's ready in love again. Stay four. Yeah. Yeah. He he does clear. He Matt is a lover. Yeah. Yeah. This was not a great episode um, with Nate. Where it's, it was just. Like, for instance, you know, what happened at the end where we had a blind side, but, like, why did they go in that direction? Like, there wasn't re- – that we never really understood, like, what the options were from a strategy standpoint. Yep. Um, I, was, I was a little disappointed. That too much Carolyn. Maybe that means she's short for this game. I know I've been saying that now back-to-back weeks. That, you know, I, I hope that she's not going to be in this game very long. I'm just not that interested. She just, like, seems like a crazy person. That's not very enticing to me. I'm on the same page. She does it, it for me. Clemmer, you and I are usually on the same page with with that, and Tommy's usually on the other side. So we will end up being correct. I hope so. I hope Tommy's wrong. I, so I, to Clemmer's point, though, I agree that – I mean, we understand why Carolyn and uh, Yam, Jam – Jam, Jam, It's not yeah, It's spelled Yam, Yam. It's Yam, Yam. Jam, Yeah, so it's we understand why – Fantastic name. Great name. We understand why Carolyn and Jam Jam voted for Helen – Sarah couldn't vote. She seemed blindsided at the tribal council. Really, it's just Carson. We didn't really get his reasoning. Um, I assumed when he went over to Carolyn and Jam Jam and was like, oh, I'm with you guys. I assumed he was just faking it. I assumed he was just protecting his own ass. And that almost ended up biting him in the back uh, because I thought he was playing both sides too much. But uh, yeah, I, I don't really get why Carson chose that. My thinking is like, does he think he can just be the leader of like that little merry band of idiots? Like there is some appeal to that of 
if Jam Jam and Carolyn are just, you know, going to stick with him and they're going to be loyal followers, then he can just be the leader and have two extra votes. But, you know, the, the downside of that is that Carolyn specifically is just such a wild card where I, I don't know if you can count on her in that match. He- he seems like a I need to make the merge guy and then I'll start playing. I think he's looking around and saying, My goodness, I'm playing with shout out Jeff D. Lowe, a bunch of bozos. So once I make the merge, I, I need I need to be nice to the wild cards and then, you know, I can run I can run shit. Is there a chance we're wrong? Um oh here's where Carson but, probably needed Sarah couldn't vote and didn't want to tie the vote. Yeah, I think uh, that maybe. that's but I would like to see that. Yeah, she, I mean, if we remember from episode one, I believe she had told the tribe uh, something along the lines of it was it was the same thing as season one, uh, or sorry, the previous seasons where uh, she risked her vote or she, she risked her vote. She wasn't sure if she was going to have her vote or not. So maybe that was his thinking. Um, but still, I mean, it just seems strange because he did seem so locked in on him, Sarah, and Helen as a big three. So is there a chance we're getting the Gabor effect here where, and you know, Carolyn actually, I mean, at the end of the day, when this episode was over, Carolyn has, a, has immunity, uh, and she didn't play it strategically. She was right not to do that. So at the end of the episode, she was stronger than she was when she came in. Are we getting Gabor again? Like, I don't think so, but, like, we have to throw that out there. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, she all of a sudden, all of a sudden, let's look around. Carolyn was in the majority of a vote. She's got the numbers. She's got an idol. I don't know if she has an idol. Nobody even suspects that she has the idol, despite the fact that all four members are with each other. The other four members are with each other the entire day. And then they get back. Carolyn's gone doing God knows what. They get back to the cage and they're like, uh-oh, who took it? And they all just interrogated each other. That was crazy. That <laughs> Maybe that's just because Carolyn is such a wild card that they're like, there's no way this batshit crazy lady was able to find the idol. But, like, I thought it was so funny. They were all just interrogating each other. Well, it's like, hey, maybe it's the person who was uh, away from you for four hours. I have a question, Tommy. You've watched a way more producer interviews and cast interviews and probes interviews than I have. And I always I bring this up a lot when we do the podcast about the selective editing and storytelling of the editors and producers. Is it possible they did suspect her? They had that conversation about her. They don't show that on TV and they only show the conversations about other people to paint the narrative that she got away with it because that makes for much better television. Yeah, I think that's definitely possible. I think we also did see moments where uh, basically like they they the topic of her finding it came up and they easily dismissed it. There was a point where it's like, Oh, Carolyn, it's like, no, no, that, that wasn't her. Like her bag was empty. I think jam damn. was like, no, her bag was empty. It couldn't be her. So it does seem like they did consider it on camera a little, but yeah, they could have considered it more off camera. But but if they consider it, then wouldn't they have voted for her considering voting for her? We didn't see any of that. Yeah. I, I just, the, <laughs> I just can't imagine them not considering her like it, there's only five of them. Like, how is it possible to not consider her? Oh, it yes. makes no sense. They were gone. I mean, they literally were gone. It was fine. They left. One person there wasn't fine. It's moronic, but like we just said, Jam Jam dispelled it off her bag being clean. It, I think it, it's it, just that she's so crazy that they did. They just discounted the idea that she would find it. Uh, Mr. Propes with a good comment here. Carson read two books, thinks he's Jason Bourne trying to read the body languages, ended up being totally wrong. Body language to me, I feel like is... 
I, I think that people overthink body language. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been watching the show uh, Poker Face on Peacock. I want to start watching that. If Fantastic, but it's the same thing. She knows stuff like all she she knows what people are lying based off that, and to think that Carson is actually doing that is insane. He's like always oh, Perlman, the guy that went on the act. Shout <laughs> out Yam Yam. Yam Yam goes well. If I had boobs, I'd put it in my boobs. I was like, solid point, Yam Yam. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the perp. We'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about tribal um, after. Let's kind of bounce around uh, the other tribes. We'll go, start with Orange. We didn't really see too much from them. They got back from their tribal where Maddie went home. Kane was in a tough spot, uh, basically, because he was the only one there that had voted for Brandon, and uh, nobody else had voted. Matt was very happy with his tribal. He was like, you know, that was strategy uh, because nobody knew that, you know, I nobody knew what my lines in the sand were. I, I, I don't like I don't like him. I don't like Orange, Matt. Also, I didn't like it that at the challenge when he was like, Oh, I built this in my I built this in my like backyard to Carson's point where it's like, yeah, I built it too, but I'm not gonna brag about it to everyone because it just puts a target on your back. I'm not a fan of Matt. I like him. I think he's cool. Why? I don't know. I just think he has a nice vibe to him. I'm a fan of him. I like that he did the coconuts last week. That was pretty pimp. I like that he was he was climbing the rock last week, fell down, he was still fine. He's I will say as I was watching, I was telling myself, I was sitting there watching my mom just now. We were both like, don't this guy just fucking pull his shoulder out last week and now he's doing this yeah. challenge but i mean hey if you built if you built the challenge to your yard for three years good for him it came into fruition to work it's good for him yeah there's really no- i don't like him either tommy i'm with you uh he he irritates me i don't like the fact that he climbed the rock last week he got my bozo of the week last week and then you know this time bragging about i, I guess i give him credit for doing it if he's hurt but he wasn't wearing a sling the whole episode. He wasn't wearing it in the first time we saw him either. I almost wonder, like, was he even that hurt? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I get a bad vibe from this guy too. And, and the amount of talking these guys can, sorry, that they continue to do is just—it's it, so much more. It, we keep seeing it every season. They talk. They tell each other everything. Think Danny found the birdcage key, and he, and he was like. He lied to the, he goes, I can't wait to tell them not hit us with the Borat, but everybody else just talks and just, he's saying, I built these at home. If you're on his tribe and you're like, this guy built puzzles at home to do it, that makes him a target to win individual immunities. It just less is more. And these people just continue to yap. I will say it would have been maybe a little smarter to say it in the confessionals. So maybe America knows. (laughs) They don't have to say it. At the at That's what Carson did. He had, he had his little pictures of his diagrams at home and whatever his 3D printouts. You know have, that was just like matches wanted everybody to know. Hey, look at me. I so I'm not high. And also, I figured out the way to be on Clemmer's side is just not like a person. Clemmer is is pretty across the board of of disliking every contestant. No, I like I like Danny a lot. Um, yeah, all right. Let's talk Danny about Danny. Did- so on the Green Tribe, he goes looking, and he I've never seen it happen in Survivor where. Somebody is just very obviously looking for the idol, and everybody else is just assuming, oh, he's getting us firewood. I must be just getting us palm leaves. Like they all just, and maybe credit to Danny for in the first few days establishing himself as a personality that just wants to help out around camp and is kind of fun loving and maybe not the most strategic or, or villainous person. So to, to set that, you know, persona of him and then to just go find the idol, uh, credit to him. I, I, like you said, I liked when he was acknowledging that he's not going to uh, tell anyone about it. And he played it perfectly, basically what you said last or yesterday, Nate, about how you put the fake idol 
back in there or did he he definitely did he put it back in there because he had it out at one point but he did end up putting it back in there uh we didn't see what he did with the key uh like if he's going to go hide the key again somewhere but he seems to have played that about as perfectly as you could have played it and nobody is the wiser not yeah like i i wish we got more of him um which by the way great for my my winner's pick we're seeing that he's good but back to carolyn just because she dominated 50 of the 60 minutes. I'm hoping that they're getting all of her out of the way right now, meaning she's not going to win. And we're just getting hints of Danny because he's my winner's pick, but you can't peak too early. And he's, I mean, I, I could, I could see him running this entire show. That's how high I am on him. I'm so high on him. He has a brain. He's not there to fall in love or make relationships. He's obviously a gamer. He, uh, he seems to understand everything going on from the little we've seen of him. I like him a lot. I'm just worried. He's, he's super likable. Like, yeah. like, you can tell, like, he just gets along. I think that's why they believed he was getting firewood. He just has, like, you know how some people were just just really likable. It's like, you, you can't help but, like, like that person. I feel like he's that guy. But he won't be scared to stab someone in the back either. Sorry, guy. <clears throat> 25 years younger, Hoboken and Mike. Firefighter, local firefighter. Charming guy. Mm-hmm. Love him. I, I mean, Tony comparisons are going to be made as well, too. Uh, you know. Law, law, you know, firefighter cop northeast area i like him i think he's a good personality uh I, my concern with him is he seems a little bit he seems like he could be a little bit too much of a wild card he seems to be very uh which i mean hey tony kind of played that way uh and it worked for him but i think it's very hard to pull that off even next week just in a quick snippet we see him eating a piece of paper so i, I think that he's a little, I think he, he's got a smart understanding of the game. The issue for him is he is he going to be able to tone it down for th- or, uh, 26 days. That I mean, I like him. I like his personality, but I agree. I, he could be a guy that like peaks too early. Maybe. Well, Frank the Tank ate paper, and he's about as calm as you can find someone. Yeah, so like, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a sign of anything. Yeah, that's. A good I don't. One. There is a good track record for people who Tommy think are too eccentric. And are too wild of winning the show. So I mean, I no, 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 no. Dan, don't. Danny is way better than Gabler. That's that. I'm not. I'm saying it's a different type of like. Gabler's was too eccentric. Danny, I think, is maybe going to play too hard. Is sort of the word. That okay. Maybe what I'm looking for. Uh, but yeah, also on Green, then we had the 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 romance between Matt and Fanny. Just <sighs> really, just repulsive. <laughs> Not them specifically, but just like I'm not watching Survivor to see to see these two fall. When off. when Matthew she put her her head on his shoulder, yeah. they like shook like that. Like, ugh, gross, dude. Like I don't. Ugh. Hey, I was I just, excited to see who was going to be though. I, me and Tommy were on the road last week, and I said, Tommy, you see this article? There's a there's a showman's this season. Didn't know who it would be. I'm happy for him. I'm excited to see how it goes. What is the history of showman's aside from Rob and Amber? Obviously, not how many good. Other- they don't do well. <laughs> Has there ever been a breakup on Survivor? Has there ever been like a like a mid season breakup? You got you you got people cuddling day fifteen breakup day thirty. It was I feel like in the earlier seasons uh, there was a lot of cuddling. Try, the, one of the most recent ones I can remember was Millennials versus Gen X. It was Taylor and Figgy, I think were their names, uh, and I, one just got voted out. Um, it there there's never been success like Rob and Amber, mainly because of how successful they were. Like, I think that ever since, you know, they they ran the table like that. Uh, someone said Ozzy and Parvati in the chat. Now, that was Ozzy and Amanda, kind of. Um, not as severe as Rob and Amber, but yeah, they, they were 
they were flirting for a little bit. Can we just can we just talk about how one dumb they are for just publicly in front of their tribe oh, on day? They four, were aiming the praying mantis, doing it. Ernest, two oh. just like. You have to coexist with these people, and they don't want to coexist with people who are boning. It's just it's, – it's not going to work. And I keep coming back to this, and I think it's because the contestants are getting dumber and dumber. It, Tommy, it must drive you crazy as someone who has applied every day for this show for the last 20 years that they cast these dummies. It's one in a billion to get on the show, and they're willing to, to ruin their chances of winning Survivor for just a little canoodling – on day four it, it's i hate it i think it's so dumb and the only respectable thing for either of them to do is to stab each other in the back one person has to stab the other in the back and then i'm fine with it otherwise it's totally terrible and i i don't respect them at all well i can guarantee you matt is not stabbing fanny in the back i think he would die before before <laughs> betraying his woman fanny if fanny ends up betraying matt that would be Freddy, awesome. bro. what Freddie, bro Oh, Franny? Are you sure it's not Fanny? No, it's Franny. It's Franny with an R. With an R. Huh. Okay, I've been, I've been I saying uh, Fanny. I don't know why I thought it, it was Fanny. It seemed, I kind of like, I'm not not to sound like uh, the body language guy. It kind of seemed like um, Franny's body language, she's willing to do it. I would love to see it. I, I, liked, I liked Claire's reaction. They cut away to Claire when the two of them were flirting, and she was just like, oh, like, it was so horrible. You're doing, you're doing Survivor PDA. Nobody wants You're basically doing Survivor PDA. No one wants that. I like Claire's vibe so far, uh, and I'm not just saying that because she follows me on Twitter and she sent a funny. Like I think she, I think Tommy. she's got a, she's got a, she's got a good personality, uh, and she seems to have a good understanding of the game too. And I, I think it'll be interesting to see how the rest of that tribe handles the Franny. I might just call her Fanny all season. The Franny and Matt, like it Franny didn't seem Matt, like Manny. It yeah. seemed it seemed like it was more of. Hey, you two, like maybe don't be seen together so much more than, uh oh, let's target these two. Like, it didn't seem like they were immediately uh, becoming a, a target. Yeah. So Claire, just, just gravitate to each other. Claire lives in Brooklyn. Could we see a showmance between Claire and Tommy? Is that what's going to happen now? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Tommy, think you're only so. a short subway ride away. <laughs> Tommy doesn't date cast members because that would hurt his chances of getting on the show. Yeah, unless I get a blood versus water. She's not doing very well so far. Unless I get on blood versus water. Sydney. None of Tommy's parents have died yet. (laughs) I didn't I didn't even do this this last go around. Oh, you didn't? He doesn't have to. They know he's there. Like, yeah, like that, he's he's put the I should I should put in a formal application, but I, I've just been so discouraged. I gotta say, I don't want you on though, because I would love for there to some way be. I do want you on, but I know Nate just mentioned too. It really does. I wasn't on for week one, so I'm just gonna say this too. It really does suck just how every player is like a fan now. It's the it's it takes away from the fun of it. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like, I well, I think that's why. I mean, Carolyn could be a fan, but like he uh, she. You need some of those crazy personalities. Like I, I think that part of the the beauty and charm of Survivor early on in uh, the early seasons was that you had such a unique mix of people from like all walks. Of yeah, all that, that was like, the most fun part about it. Right. Not, not, and now, not, to, not to name drop, I was at dinner with my pal Chase Rice a couple weeks ago. We were talking about Survivor, and he said like I literally did not know what it was. Let's get Chase on the show. He, well, I could ask him, but he literally said I did not know what it was. Yeah, we should get I think the best way to do guests, because I saw some people, uh, I think the best way to do guests is just bring them in for episode recaps. I think because then it's less pressure to be like, 
like Chase, what are, we keep talking. I can't what? confirm. Yeah, he doesn't watch. Okay, then maybe not. But like, I don't think we can talk to Chase for an hour about Survivor Nicaragua. But other uh, Sammy from last season reached out. We'll try to get him on. Um, I, I think maybe bringing him in for episode recaps. Is Either way, what I was saying is it would be cool to somehow have a season where we like. I didn't know people were making challenges at home. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that's even if I knew crazy. I was going on, I had six months to prepare. I'm not making challenges at home. I. It would yeah, be cool they, to somehow have a have like have a original season where people didn't really know what it was. Maybe we do a polygraph. And if you've watched more than 10 seasons, you can't come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, 100%. Or, or a mix half, I, I don't know, fans versus never heard of it, something. Just something. There's no, there's no way to know, I guess, but it is annoying. Like that now everybody is a 23 year old vegan from Brooklyn. I am, I am, I'm yeah. over it. Doesn't that, isn't that kind of like a knock on Survivor? The fact that the challenges are so repetitive and so predictable that people can build them at home? Like, that's kind of on them. They got to be, I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's very hard to do that. I don't or I have that kind of brain, but they got to do a better job making these more unique. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Jeff D. Lowe, if he was here, we'd be we'd having a conniption. Can I also say, if there's any viewers out there that want to make challenges, I would love to do the ball one at the end of the, at the, end of the series. Oh, I would that would be sick that if, if they sent, we did a uh, snuff and Yeah, we just had a snuff and What, what do they call that one? I think is what it's called. What is it? Samot, Samotion? Yeah, I would love to try that. That does look fun. That would be yeah, awesome. So, yeah. Somebody make that send us four to the Barstool office. Thanks. Uh, that was like it would travel well by mail. Yeah, maybe not by mail. Maybe you could just bring it. All right. Uh, I think that's really it we saw from the Green Tribe. Um, Matt, and, Matt and Franny and then uh, Danny just being good. Uh, purple or uh, – well, let's, I guess, save that for um, – save that a little bit for the pre-tribal discussion. But the immunity challenge itself uh, – Big obstacle course looked a little dangerous, uh, uh, but ends up being orange wins, fishing gear, uh, green and second, purple to tribal. Any thoughts from the challenge? I thought it was cool. I, I don't know. This is going to sound really dumb and very just stupid of me, but anytime you see a lever be pulled, it looks cool. I love when you see lever pull. Yeah, I like seeing levers be pulled. Oh, I, I like how the, how the people have to jump over, jump over to get to the lever. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I did notice one thing. So it was uh, at the end, it was that puzzle. And I know that he said, Matthew said he built it uh, at home, but he's also a barber. So I imagine his hands are pretty good. And then the other guy, Josh, is a surgeon. So I wonder if his hands are like really good. So that, I, I, think would, that, I would hope his hands are good. That puts Sarah at a disadvantage uh, going up against yeah. a barber and a surgeon, I imagine. I honestly would love to see the, um, would love to see the reaction of, uh, of his tribe. And he was just like, guys, I got this. I, I, I built this in my yard. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, sorry. I, I looked up if he's an actual surgeon because Gabler was also a surgeon. And turned out yeah, he was just true. selling plastic gloves inside of doctors' offices. <laughs> yeah, Gabler was a heart surgeon that just sat in the corner of the room and 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 sold something. Yeah, sold <laughs> needles to doctors. Classic Gabler. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Switching up the challenges would would be cool. But I mean, that's also just I'd like them to see them shake up locations too i mean I, I miss having a new season in a new country and you know the the land being more of like a, a theme of the season but you know i think the the trade-off with that is now that survivor has almost basically like a set in fiji where they just yeah. have everything set up there it's lower production costs and that probably means the show can last longer so i guess i guess if that's the sacrifice then then i'll, I'll take up take it if it means we get more survivor how about this 
compromise with you. Every five seasons is some sort of themed returning cast, something where they go back to 39 days and a new location or a previous, like go back to China, go back to Africa, go back to somewhere else. For, wait, say that again? Like every five, so 45, 50, 55, whatever, every five seasons, you get returning cast members with some sort of theme and you go back to a previous location. Yeah, I like that. I'm, like Survivor China was so sick. What about a season versus season, like China versus Gabon? Like, you know, like just just something. I don't know. Ten, ten best from each season. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk more about the the Purple Camp um, because that's kind of where the uh, episode was mainly focused on, specifically Carolyn. Uh, we do have to mention about how she was talking about, well, first of all, she almost got killed by a snake up there. That was, that was rather scary. Uh, and then she was talking about how she was going to find the key because she dug through her son's poop to find his tooth, and there was no stop here. Mother of the year. No. She also said it took three days. And wasn't the kid wondering where the tooth fairy was? I mean, it takes that long to process through your system. Dude. Why? why no, just tell the – I mean, no. There's no reason to dig through your kid's shit for a tooth. Just tell them, you know, the tooth's gone. The tooth fairy will still come. Oh, right? you're going to be such a bad dad, Clemmer. No, I think I'd be a great dad. I'm not going to have my hands covered in shit for one. I respect your parenting. That's over the line. What would you tell the kid? Don't flush, so I could check your shit. I'm just that that turned me off. That kind of <laughs> turned me off and then once you take the tooth out, wash it off, and then give it to give it to him again to put under his pillow. He just slept. He probably got. Yeah, you're, just, you're just shit tooth, dude. I'm <laughs> for it. I I'm wondering how many confessionals like that don't make TV. Like it's just is everybody oversharing or is she? No, just- I think Carolyn is a she's a special egg. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I, I watched I watched episode one today. She got a cold open. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about that. <laughs> Never happened. I mean, that's why it's like she she Carolyn. Oh, oh, and so what we also need to discuss is that yeah, when Carolyn got the idol, uh, she you know she's running all frantically. She gets the key. She takes both out, runs away, and is like, uh-oh, I probably shouldn't leave an empty cage from the only one away. She put the empty bag back, which is what set the rest of her tribe off. But when she was talking to the camera in her confessional, when she said, oh, I got the real idol, she held up the fake idol. Right. So there is now a good chance that Carolyn has mixed up herself which one is fake and which one is real. I missed that. No, that happened. My wife noticed that. She immediately was like, she's holding up the wrong idol. And she was. Now, there's a chance that, you know, maybe she just, whatever, was holding up for the camera. But if that, because Carolyn is going to have some story. There's some, like, from getting the cold open to all the airtime, like, she's going to have a, her story is not going to have a boring ending. If her story ends in her playing the fake idol, thinking it's real, that she found, that would be one of the greatest moments in Survivor history. I, I am I, I, speechless. I'm, I, I typed in Carolyn fake idol. I, I did not pick up on that at all. I must have just I glanced away at the wrong time. This changes everything. I'm so, so in on her right she now. She held up like the medallion one, and that's the fake one. And the yeah, one she the held up the fake one. one the right. And, they, and they, they, they foreshadowed this too with Danny. So they had Danny's cut first, and Danny, they went out of their way to say, Danny, the medallion is the fake one. They like they they did show that. 
what yeah th this is a good point too that i was just gonna bring up could she maybe she's like oh let me trick someone give them the fake <laughs> idol and she gives them the real idol that would also be incredible if she or or, she's pick. or does she be like you know what i should go put something since she left the bag empty i should go put something in there and hide the key like danny did and she accidentally puts the real idol back in the bag so there's a lot of the possibilities are endless with if Carolyn actually has mixed up her idols and it's not just, you know, uh, uh, she held up the wrong thing, then we, we could be in for for all time. Only. Bro, if she's playing some fifth dimensional chess with these real and fake idols, either this show is completely scripted or she's the best player in Survivor history. Well, I like the the tweet from our guy Kyle. He tweeted out earlier, like, what if it's we actually talked about this with Gabler where what if someone just does a Kaiser Sose where the whole season they pretend to be this wacky obscure character that's like a guaranteed goat to get dragged to the final three and then at the end they're like she just like lets down her hair and she's like yeah you know I'm actually like an accountant um I'm completely normal like I was just doing this so I could get here that would be unbelievable too but why do that in the confessionals I don't know. Trick the audience too. Yeah, uh, Daniel Day Lewis stays in character. I, I mean, she, that, she's, that's obviously, acting. Yeah, she's obviously was, not doing that. It's but Heath it was, Ledger. Like he doesn't break hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's just method acting. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she's clearly crazy. Like even when when Carson came over to her later and was like, "I'm going to vote with you," she like almost fell over and she's like, "I'm not normal. I'm not normal." She's there's going to be people that, like, you, you're going to have to – Survivor fans, because I think she's going to be around a while, maybe. You're going to have to make a decision to either love her or hate her. And I'm – I'm right now, we can all declare I'm making the decision to love her. Oh, I hate her. I, I mean, I'm just kind of already tired of her. I think she would have been a great tertiary character in bits. I'm but, so already, after two, two episodes, all – Carolyn, it's like you know how like you get Ben minced out. It's just like too much Ben mince for the ben day. <laughs> like that's how I feel about her. It's like it just it was too much. And I yeah. To be fair down. though, this episode she literally found the idol and her tribe went to tribal. So like she was she was bound to get more screen time. Like next week she's not finding an idol. Uh, if somebody else goes to tribal, I'm sure we'll see a lot less Carolyn. But Glenny, are you are you Team Caroline or anti Caroline? I mean, clearly she's very annoying, very, very loud, very annoying. But I think I'm going to side with you here, Tom. I think she'll be around for a while. It would be more beneficial to my life to just hop on the Caroline train. So oh, and up. and we will get her backstory, as you call it, her sob story. She did addiction and all that, and now she's a drug counselor. So that we, the fact that they haven't showed us that yet means that she'll be she'll be here for a while. Again, I, this is something that has been my biggest criticism of the new school Survivor, but I have to give them credit through the first two episodes. Not a lot of sob stories. Mm -hmm. really, really has not been like the, too many of the dramatic breaks to go back. Uh, yeah, just the breakup. <laughs> just the breakup. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I bet... give Carolyn credit here, too, for as much as I don't like her. Once again, the Gabor effect. She found the idol and also didn't tell anyone. Uh, yeah. Which most Survivor players lately have not been doing. So, I mean, she kind of played it perfectly. I hate to say that, but she had a pretty good episode. Yeah, like if you're if you're taking out her, if you're reading the Survivor box score, right? Carolyn is she's playing great. Like if if you're not watching, 
and you're, you're you're just using the numbers. You're like, well, yeah, she found an idol. She didn't tell anyone. She was on the right side of the vote. Nobody suspected that she found it. I'm telling you. She... Dude, that would be so above the rim if you really did played the played the goat to get taken to the end, but then had the full resume. It, I I don't I mean, like it's, it's almost what Gabler did last season, except like Gabler wasn't acting. I mean, he was playing it up a little bit, I think, but Gabler was Gabler. I'm talking about like full on as we. Hey, said. guess what? We've spent most of this podcast talking about her. She's doing something right. Just she is. So she's someone to keep the star out. of the show. So. They hate us because they hate us. <laughs> she's I don't undeniably. think she's winning. I, I don't think she's Gabler. I don't think she's winning. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. The uh, just trying to, anything else from yeah. The vote was it. It looked we thought it was going to be Carol and Sarah. Karen, or sorry, Carson, Sarah, Helen together, maybe with Jam Jam. Also, credit to Carolyn, where, you know, if she's a true goat, a true horrible player nobody wants to be around, she's voted off easily by unanimously. The fact that she was able to get an ally with Jam Jam, like that seemed like it would be the plan originally, where Carolyn is just out. But Jam Jam was like, no, I'm, I'm not voting for Carolyn. Like the two of them have already established enough of a social relationship and alliance where he was willing to go to bat and protect her and go tell her about the plan. Uh, you could argue she has two allies. I mean, Carson voted her yeah. way too. I think Carson, like as people are saying in the chat, I think that might've been more to avoid a tie, mm-hmm. but I am interested like Sarah, is he able to get Sarah back on his side? Or, you know, it's, it maybe if you're Carson, I think you just say, Hey, you know, I was afraid you wouldn't be able to vote and I didn't want to have a tie. And then going forward, Put yourself in Carson's shoes. Let's say you your te- your that tribe loses next week. Who are you going with? Say that again. If you're Carson, you're and and that tribe loses the next week. Are you sticking with Yam Yam and Jam whatever the fuck his name is Jam Jam and Carolyn and voting out Sarah? Or are you still like no Sarah's my number one ally? Let me try to get one. Let me try to get like one of these two out. It's it's too early to care about Sarah's feelings. I like I like what Nate said earlier too. Yeah, I think if I was him, I would try to just be the leader of Jam Jam and Caroline. Yeah, because you're you're playing for a tie anyway. Carson seems a little charming enough. Once the merge comes, he could definitely wiggle his way into a crew. Especially especially being like, yeah, I have these two morons on each of my arms. I I have these two in tow for whoever we want to vote for. Yeah, I think you go full backpack and you just ride with with Caroline and Jam Jam. That that's my dream. If I ever get on Survivor, yeah, like view Yam Yam and Caroline is more loyal, bigger goats. I that's been always been my like if I get on Survivor, I want to find like the nice old lady, which isn't really Caroline. She's young and also I don't know if she's nice as much as she's crazy. Just like find two people and make them your goats and like lead the whack pack. Uh and maybe that's Carson's plan. But I think the issue is that number one, those two are closest to each other than they are to you, Carson. Like those two are the are a tight duo and also Carolyn's just crazy. Like, I don't know if you can trust her too long, but we'll see. Washing machine. How was that? Does it a few weeks ago? I'm sorry. Just, just 35 tank tops. Just finished. <laughs> <laughs> a few Hawaiian shirts. Um, any other main takeaways from the episode? Let no me check my notes. down. Uh, my notes. Everyone is annoying. Franny Matt makes me want to die. Danny might be too big of a target because they're all just sitting around talking about him. Uh, uh, Carolyn, goddamn her. So much TV time. 
Hopefully they're putting her on TV because she's not going to be there for a long time. That's it. Um, all right, let's go on to winner picks. Uh, so I think uh, for those wondering, uh, I think we we'll probably just won't do a fantasy league because uh, it's just too late. But I think what we'll do is the – so Clemmer had this great idea today of a survivor-survivor pool where yeah. after every week you uh, pick someone who can't be voted out the next episode. You can only use each player once. Great idea by Clemmer. Uh, we did it last season. And Clemmer was a part of that, so I don't know. I don't know where he came up with that, but I think this year we'll do, we'll do that. We'll do Jesus, Clenny. We'll do that. We'll have like two more times. I don't know why it does this. We'll do the Survivor Survivor. We'll do zero point zero percent chance to win, which I think zero point zero percent chance to win. You should have to choose a new person each week. Like you can't just pick Carolyn every week. You have to pick a new person each week. Um, and then we'll just do winner picks, whatever, just more of a segment. But for people asking about fantasy points, uh, I have tweeted out those graphics in the past or I put them on the Instagram of Snuffing Torches. Uh, so you can see the points I use if you want to keep track yourself uh, or I'll tweet it out again tomorrow. So follow at Snuffing Torches. Um, I also think that us just talking about our fantasy teams was not the most engaging podcast material. We'd be like, yeah, I have this person. I have this person. Uh, so let's start with, We'll start with winner picks since we didn't get to talk to you, Glenny, uh, last week. Through two episodes, who is your winner pick? I think it's going to be a wild winner pick. I don't know how people feel about him yet, but I kind of like his vibe. I think he's going to – I mean, not on the exhibition actually. He's going to less, but I'm going to say Kane. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, Glenny, he was my, my stone-cold 0.0. <laughs> I just muted the mic for the record when that went off just for the sake of everybody. But um, I don't know. I, I kind I kind of got a vibe about him, and I think after the, the last few winners we have, why can't he win? I'm, I'm Canadian. I'm, I also like. I'm, sorry, I'm not good with the names yet. Who's the guy you guys said you didn't like? Matthew. Matthew. I like. I like him too. I would love to see one of them too. Matthew right, so can't win. Matthew, Matthew climbed that rock formation, so I I just cannot give him a winner pick. Who do you have? Uh... My winner pick last week was Danny. So I'll stick with that, right? Like and that. my 0. 0.0 last hold on, week. Hold on, we're not up to that yet. Uh, uh, Clemmer, your winner pick? I forget what I said, though. We did it yesterday. I already forget what I said. But my winner pick would be Danny. Okay. Yeah, you could you could update it. It's fine. All right. Then I'll, I'll go with Danny. I mean, he, he just, like you said, he looks head and shoulders above everybody right now. Um, I think, again, I think he's just peaking too early. Um. I don't – I went with Carson last – after last episode. I honestly don't hate the pick of Kane. Um, I think maybe Sarah has potential. I, I'll stick with Carson. I'll stick with I'll stick with my guy. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I love it. I think that he is maybe talking too much about how smart he is and reading all these books more than he's actually playing. But he's, he's played a good social game so far. So uh, I – I can't uh, hate on him too can, much. Can no. I can I tell you my worst nightmare? Because this is something I was thinking about. I bet there is a sad story on every season about oh my boyfriend girlfriend just broke up with me that they never show. You know they're on this island talking twenty three hours to each other. They know everything about each other. Right. I'm worried they put that in there because he's going to have this crazy emotional run to like winning and it it 
cured his broken heart and you know he falls in love with fanny and blah 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 i'm i'm hoping it's not true but a little bit of me started i think it's more in there for the franny aspect of like he's trying he's falling in love in the island on the island because he's heartbroken i think i would just throw away one time thing just to make that story well maybe their romance goes far and it's like oh this guy was heartbroken also like they must have been together i guess kind of long if they had a dog together but I I don't want to like I bet it's like not that I bet it's like a three-ish year relationship. Yeah, I, I agree. If that, uh, all right, zero point zero percent chance. Um, does anybody remember who they said yesterday? I said I Kate. Said, yeah. I said yam yam. Summer, who did you say? I said Carolyn. Um... All right, so Glenny, you have to give us two. Uh, but I'll give you some time to think. Two people with a 0.0% chance to win. Every week, we'll have to add a new person. Uh, Glenny or Nate, uh, well, I'll give you time to I'll, think. I, I got him. I, I got him. I, I, guess right, I'll go with, um, I guess I'll just go with – got to do two. I'll go with Caroline for one. And then um, who's the lover boy's name? Matt. Matt. Nate? So I did Kane last week, and I'm going to say – uh, 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 fall off the Matthew. Fall off the rock, Matthew. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go with Nate. I'm also going to say fall off the rock, Matthew. I don't think he's he's going to win. I, I'm thinking about taking, but I'll go with I'll go with Jamie. I'll go with that idiot that played her shot in the dark for no reason last week. She's <laughs> she's not going anywhere. <laughs> Poor Jamie. <laughs> uh, and now, so this will be the first. So survivor, survivor pool. I'll get the picks from the other guys if they're watching. Um, but Survivor, Survivor pool. So for those that are new here, you could only use each person once each season, and the person you pick cannot go home in the next episode. They're medevaced, tough shit. That means they go home, whatever it is. But you can't repeat, similar to an NFL Survivor pool. Uh, Glenny, who do you want as your Survivor, Survivor pick? Who's definitely not going home next week? I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh Caroline. It's not a bad pick. I think she's in she's in her crew right now. She's got her three. So I think she's okay even if they lose. Nate. I was gonna say her too for the reason I said before. We haven't gotten her sob story yet. So I'll I'll I mean I'm sure I could use her the next few weeks, but so I'm gonna go with instead with uh I'll go with Yam Yam. All right, Clemmer. I'm going to go with Carolyn. I just don't trust her. I'd rather just get her out of the way now and and just roll with it. Actually, yeah, I should have. I did it reversed. As but fuck me, I'm so stupid. All right, whatever. Um, let me think here. I will go with um. I don't think Josh is going home yet. We haven't really seen anything from him. He's a physical threat. I can't imagine they would want to take him off uh, like this. Uh, they lost their first challenge. So I'll go with Josh. Who's Josh? Jamie TikToks herself. TikToks herself planting and 235,000 TikTok followers. Yeah, so she's not winning. She doesn't need the money. She's, she's on that creator fund money. Um, all right. And then we'll get the pics from everyone else. Uh, and again, I'll tweet out that graphic if anyone needs it. 
Um, okay, that's it. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Wait, did, did we get Josh's sob story yet? No, but I've seen – it was in the chat, and I've seen he, like – I think he was not supposed to live past – I think that's someone else. He has stomach cancer. What? He had stomach cancer. Sorry. I thought he was one of the ones supposed to live past a certain – Josh is the tall black doctor on the Green Tribe. We have really Josh, Josh Wilder has stomach cancer. Oh, wasn't supposed to live past five. Kidney transplant, beat cancer, grew up a gay black man in Ohio. Tell me, he's I, gay One hundred percent of this cast is gay. <laughs> it would be it would be quite a twist if it, if at the end everyone just revealed to be gay. Survivor gay. <laughs> Survivor forty four gay. <laughs> um. All right, you guys got anything else? No. Uh, all right. Can I just say one thing about week one. Yes. I was so happy that girl got voted out. The way she was just talking about, like, it was, it was like day 40. It's like it was day 38. Made me so annoyed. What do you mean? What was her name that got voted Maddie, out? Maddie. Maddie. Like, just the way they showed her going to everybody, constantly freaking out about flushing the idol. I was so yeah. happy she got voted oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tommy, how can I'm, you, com- I'm how can start, you compete with. I'm going to start sucking dick. Stomach, I'm going to have to start sucking dick. Stomach cancer, kidney transplant, gay black man. Oh, shit. Good call. Jib cuts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Christian. Jib cuts and, and, and bozo of the week. God, we've got, we've got jam-packed segments. I love it. Uh, jib cut. I mean, I'll go with Danny. I like the cut of Danny's jib this week. How could you not like the cut of Danny's jib this week? There's only one answer for jib cut. I'm, me and Clem are probably on the same page. Claire. Her reaction to the romance <laughs> was, was what jib cuts are made of. Wait, what is it, Tommy? It's jib cut and what are the week? Yeah, jib and cut bozo. and just bozo. The Jeffy Lowe bozo. What? Can I give my bozo as well? Yeah, yeah give, give both. All right, I'm going to give my jib of the week goes to Franny for getting a guy to fall in love with her. And hopefully she stabs in the back later. I'm very excited about that. Quote, uh, what do they say in Friends? Quote in Friends, it's always, uh, Ross says it's always good when somebody tells you they're in love with you, and that guy's in love with Franny, so good for her. She should use that to her advantage. And then Bozo of the Week is the guy that's in love with Franny. I was going to make him my Bozo of the Week, too. You don't fall in love in Survivor. So Bozo of the Week, Green Matt, uh, and Jib Cut, Danny. Uh, Jib Cut, because it's probably the only time it's ever going to happen, I'm going to say Carolyn, just because she didn't. She didn't tell anyone about the idol. Remember, you have totally come around on. on no, Carolyn. I hate Carolyn. I, already, I, I after next week, I want her to be gone as soon as possible. But I have to give credit where credit is due. I'm always fair. Like I pick the Yankees to win the division. I got even if I don't like something, I have to be fair about it. And Carolyn didn't tell anyone, which is I would never have expected that from her. Uh, my bozo of the week. Um, I think Green Matt's a good pick. I'll, I'll side with you guys on that one. Um, yeah, like I mean, you can't. He he just seems so out of his element with what he, he seems to forget there's even a game going on, and that's never a good thing to do in Survivor. And Nate, Tommy, I'm I'm maybe it's a sign of your maturity, Tommy, that you don't hate Green Matt more because he he seems. To I mean, be, I just gave him my bozo of the week. Yeah, but I I thought you were gonna come up with a new award for him, like <laughs> Tommy smokes. I hope you fucking die. Loser simp of the week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I. I Maybe maybe it's a bad edit for him. I'll try to give him. A, I'll try to be a little nice to him. But no, he absolutely he, horrific showing. He has an idol, right? No, he he doesn't have a vote for two times. Green Matt does told his girlfriend of one day everything. He's playing footsies with her in front of everybody. He doesn't have two votes. He is bo- It should be the Green Matt Bozo of the Week award. 
yeah. Seems like a nice guy, but sorry, Matt. <laughs> sorry, Matt. <laughs> Nobody's showing Matt this. I'm sure you're very pleasant. Oh, Matt and Franny are together watching this right now. I did. This was the first tonight. Like I was like, man, I guess because I think it was last season, or, or it's been a couple times throughout when we've been doing this pod where like players have watched this. Like I think Heather blocked us because we were so mean. Like not mean, but like we we're just talking about how invisible she was. So I would try to keep that in mind. Like because I was thinking about it too. Like if I was on Survivor. I'd be listening to every Survivor podcast. Okay, later. let me say this. I'm, I'm talking like, about them. Comes out, look at all the articles. Yeah. I'm talking about them within the show. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, show. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Man, I, I, yeah. I, hope, I, hope, I, hope, I hope you and Franny. Because people there. do this to us, too. Like, yeah, like yeah. you know, it's just like they see 30 seconds and they think that's your entire life. So I, I'm just basing off of them playing footsies with a praying mantis. You're my bozo with a yeah, week. We're just riffing. Uh, all right, that's it. We're so uh, soft. Like, subscribe, and we will see you guys next week. Sing us out, Tommy.